I live in Arizona. Therefore, it's almost a default that I know undocumented immigrants. I met many dreamers when I was teaching at Phoenix College. The American Immigration Council tells us. Photo by Bruno Trevera on Pexels.com The first version of the development, Relief and Education for Alien Minors, Dream, Act was introduced in 2001. In part because of the publicity around that bill, young undocumented immigrants have been referred to as dreamers. Over the last 20 years, at least 11 versions of the DREAM Act have been introduced in Congress. While the various versions of the bill have contained some key differences, they all would have provided a pathway to legal status for undocumented people who came to this country as children. Some versions have garnered as many as 48 co-sponsors in the U.S. Senate and 152 in the House of Representatives. Despite bipartisan support for each iteration of the bill, none have become law. To date, the 2010 bill came closest to full passage when it passed the House but fell just five votes short of the 60 needed to proceed in the Senate. And then, there's DACA or Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. According to U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. On June 15, 2012, the Secretary of Homeland Security announced that certain people who came to the United States as children and meet several guidelines may request consideration of deferred action for a period of two years, subject to renewal. They are also eligible for work authorization. Deferred action is a use of prosecutorial discretion to defer removal action against an individual for a certain period of time. Deferred action does not provide lawful status. Not only did I meet students who were undocumented immigrants, but also everyday workers in my life. Now here's where we get to kidney disease and undocumented immigrants. One such person that I've known for many years knew that I'm a chronic kidney disease awareness advocate. I know very little Spanish, and his English is somewhat limited. In our stilted way, we discussed that his wife is on dialysis. I wondered how this was possible since they are both undocumented. It turns out that Arizona is one of only 12 states that offer non-emergency dialysis to undocumented immigrants. OMG! Does that mean that all the other states allow them to die if they need dialysis? Well, not exactly. The National Center for Biotechnology Information explains. Standard of care for people with kidney failure is thrice-weekly outpatient hemodialysis, daily peritoneal or home hemodialysis, or kidney transplantation. Undocumented immigrants are excluded from the provisions of the Affordable Care Act, the diagnosis-based 1972 Medicare End-Stage Renal Disease Entitlement Program, and a range of federally funded Medicaid programs that pay for standard outpatient dialysis. The Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act requires hospitals to treat anyone who enters with an emergency medical condition, enabling undocumented immigrants to receive dialysis when they present to hospitals with emergency indications. Emergency-only dialysis is associated with lower quality of life, high symptom burden, and significant anxiety about death. Compared with people receiving standard dialysis, this population's five-year mortality is 14-fold higher and they spend more time in the hospital and less time in the outpatient setting. Emergency-only dialysis is taxing on the healthcare system. Studies show that their providers experience emotional exhaustion and burnout from the perception of propagating unjust, unethical, and substandard medical care. It is also extremely costly. Emergency-only dialysis costs $285,000 to $400,000 per person per year. Compared with $76,177 to $90,971 per person per year for standard dialysis. 
Switching from emergency-only dialysis to outpatient dialysis is associated with a cost reduction of $5,768 per person per month. This is sounding dismal. I asked my friend about a transplant for his wife. He explained that wasn't possible. They couldn't afford it. I wasn't sure what he meant so I decided to find out since he couldn't explain more than that. Weren't there governmental agencies that would help financially? The news is not good. This is what Kidney News offers. The policy of the Organ Procurement and Transplantation Network, OPTN, clearly states that deceased donor organ allocation to candidates for transplantation shall not differ on the basis of the candidate's residency or citizenship status in the United States. There appears to be no legislation barring undocumented immigrants from receiving organs, but the lack of federally funded health insurance achieves that end, resulting in automatic and indirect exclusion. The Omnibus Budget Reconciliation Act passed by Congress in 1986 prohibits the use of federal Medicaid funding for payment of care provided to undocumented immigrants except for what qualifies as emergency medical care under the Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act, EMTALA. In 1996, further legislation denied all state and local public benefits to undocumented immigrants and left the states to pass their own laws to determine the eligibility criteria under which public benefits would be available to undocumented immigrants. Additional legislation was passed to augment federal Medicaid funding to states with the greatest number of undocumented immigrants. Undocumented immigrants with catastrophic illnesses such as kidney failure, cancer, or traumatic brain injuries are also excluded from the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act. Under EMTALA, all states must offer at least emergent-only dialysis to all patients, however, kidney transplantation is not considered to be part of this program and is not offered to undocumented immigrants. Of course, there are all kinds of ethical issues here, but today I'm just writing about my friend's wife's life. And I am heartbroken that this wife, mother, and grandmother will not be able to procure a kidney because she is undocumented. Yes, this may be an insurance issue, but it still means no kidney for this woman. So, it seems that if there isn't a wealthy benefactor waiting in the wings, there will be no transplant. While researching for this week's blog, I read several stories about just such a thing happening. I think the key word in the previous sentence is several. What about the other undocumented immigrants who need a transplant? It looks like they are facing a life of emergency dialysis unless they happen to be lucky enough to live in one of the 12 states that offers scheduled dialysis to undocumented immigrants. Until next week. Keep living your life. I live in Arizona. Therefore, it's almost a default that I know undocumented immigrants. I met many dreamers when I was teaching at Phoenix College. The American Immigration Council tells us. Photo by Bruno Trevera on Pexels.com the first version of the Development, Relief, and Education for Alien Minors Dream Act was introduced in 2001. In part because of the publicity around that bill, young undocumented immigrants have been referred to as dreamers. Over the last 20 years, at least 11 versions of the Dream Act have been introduced in Congress. While the various versions of the bill have contained some key differences, they all would have provided a pathway to legal status for undocumented people who came to this country as children. Some versions have garnered as many as 48 co-sponsors in the U.S. Senate and 152 in the House of Representatives. Despite bipartisan support for each iteration of the bill, none have become law. To date, the 2010 bill came closest to full passage when it passed the House but fell just five votes short of the 60 needed to proceed in the Senate. 
And then, there's DACA or Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. According to U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. On June 15, 2012, the Secretary of Homeland Security announced that certain people who came to the United States as children and meet several guidelines may request consideration of deferred action for a period of two years, subject to renewal. They are also eligible for work authorization. Deferred action is a use of prosecutorial discretion to defer removal action against an individual for a certain period of time. Deferred action does not provide lawful status. Not only did I meet students who are undocumented immigrants, but also everyday workers in my life. Now here's where we get to kidney disease and undocumented immigrants. One such person that I've known for many years knew that I'm a chronic kidney disease awareness advocate. I know very little Spanish, and his English is somewhat limited. In our stilted way, we discussed that his wife is on dialysis. I wondered how this was possible since they are both undocumented. It turns out that Arizona is one of only 12 states that offer non-emergency dialysis to undocumented immigrants. OMG! Does that mean that all the other states allow them to die if they need dialysis? Well, not exactly. The National Center for Biotechnology Information explains. Standard of care for people with kidney failure is thrice-weekly outpatient hemodialysis, daily peritoneal or home hemodialysis, or kidney transplantation. Undocumented immigrants are excluded from the provisions of the Affordable Care Act, the diagnosis-based 1972 Medicare End-Stage Renal Disease Entitlement Program, and a range of federally funded Medicaid programs that pay for standard outpatient dialysis. The Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act requires hospitals to treat anyone who enters with an emergency medical condition, enabling undocumented immigrants to receive dialysis when they present to hospitals with emergency indications. Emergency-only dialysis is associated with lower quality of life, high symptom burden, and significant anxiety about death. Compared with people receiving standard dialysis, this population's five-year mortality is 14-fold higher and they spend more time in the hospital and less time in the outpatient setting. Emergency-only dialysis is taxing on the healthcare system. Studies show that their providers experience emotional exhaustion and burnout from the perception of propagating unjust, unethical, and substandard medical care. It is also extremely costly. Emergency-only dialysis costs $285,000 to $400,000 per person per year. Compared with $76,177 to $90,971 per person per year for standard dialysis. Switching from emergency-only dialysis to outpatient dialysis is associated with a cost reduction of $5,768 per person per month. This is sounding dismal. I asked my friend about a transplant for his wife. He explained that wasn't possible. They couldn't afford it. I wasn't sure what he meant so I decided to find out since he couldn't explain more than that. Weren't there governmental agencies that would help financially? The news is not good. This is what Kidney News offers. The policy of the Organ Procurement and Transplantation Network, OPTN, clearly states that deceased donor organ allocation to candidates for transplantation shall not differ on the basis of the candidate's residency or citizenship status in the United States. There appears to be no legislation barring undocumented immigrants from receiving organs, but the lack of federally funded health insurance achieves that end, resulting in automatic and indirect exclusion. 
The Omnibus Budget Reconciliation Act passed by Congress in 1986 prohibits the use of federal Medicaid funding for payment of care provided to undocumented immigrants except for what qualifies as emergency medical care under the Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act, IMTALA. In 1996, further legislation denied all state and local public benefits to undocumented immigrants and left the states to pass their own laws to determine the eligibility criteria under which public benefits would be available to undocumented immigrants. Additional legislation was passed to augment federal Medicaid funding to states with the greatest number of undocumented immigrants. Undocumented immigrants with catastrophic illnesses such as kidney failure, cancer, or traumatic brain injuries are also excluded from the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act. Under EMTALA, all states must offer at least emergent-only dialysis to all patients, however, kidney transplantation is not considered to be part of this program and is not offered to undocumented immigrants. Of course, there are all kinds of ethical issues here, but today I'm just writing about my friend's wife's life. And I am heartbroken that this wife, mother, and grandmother will not be able to procure a kidney because she is undocumented. Yes, this may be an insurance issue, but it still means no kidney for this woman. So, it seems that if there isn't a wealthy benefactor waiting in the wings, there will be no transplant. While researching for this week's blog, I read several stories about just such a thing happening. I think the key word in the previous sentence is several. What about the other undocumented immigrants who need a transplant? It looks like they are facing a life of emergency dialysis unless they happen to be lucky enough to live in one of the 12 states that offers scheduled dialysis to undocumented immigrants. Until next week. Keep living your life.